Welcome to BDO Talks Arissa, a monthly podcast recorded live at BDO. Each month, we'll be talking best practices around all things Arissa, how to avoid common compliance issues, how to navigate the tricky ins and outs of Arissa's fiduciary provisions, and discussing our own experiences working for BDO's Arissa Services Group and the insights we share through the Arissa Center of Excellence. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. Let's get started. So welcome to another podcast of BDO Talks Arissa. I am so excited to introduce my new co-host, Erin Bright. She is from our Denver office, and she's a principal that concentrates on EVPs, just like I do. And she has been a guest before on our podcast. But before we start, I do want to read her bio. So she began her career in public accounting in 2004, and she does have extensive experience helping companies with all types of benefit plans. Uh, She works closely with her clients to help navigate any type of complex issue, including service provider changes, plan mergers, spinoffs, terminations, complex and hard-to-value investments, pension plan de-risking and compliance issues, as well as reporting requirements. I am lucky to have her on the BDO team. She joined us through um, an expansion firm in August of 2020, and she is also a member of the AICPA Employee Benefit Plan Expert Panel and is currently um, a member of the Audit and Accounting Guide Task Force, Multiple Employer Plan Task Force, and Auditing Estimates Task Force. So welcome, Erin. Thanks, Beth. Super excited to do this with you. Yeah, so, and I guess I should have also said she speaks regularly at state societies, any type of other AICPA things of about the benefit plans. So she has all of the things on her bio. Lots of speaking about benefit plans. Yes. So, okay, you know how we like to kind of talk about, you know, fun facts that you've been a guest before. So before we introduce our guest, I do want to ask you, like, what's your favorite thing about the fall season? I love the fall leaves and colors and the smell of fall leaves decaying, I guess. But I really, really love the the smell of the leaves. That's awesome. I love the fact that it is not so hot and we do not have gnats and there's football. So that's our little snippet before we talk about our illustrious guest today, who is a certified financial planner and also a vice president of retirement services with Capstone, and this is Jim Sennett. The best part of his bio, which I laughed, but I thought it was cool, is that you started your career with BDO and audit. Absolutely. Yes. Furthermore, he has been in the financial services industry for over a decade. Just to give a little plug about Capstone. Capstone focuses on corporate retirement and benefit plans with individual solutions, including wealth management and life insurance solutions. So Jim, I'm going to also put you on the spot. What is your favorite thing about fall? I love it. That's great. Um, Yeah, I think I agree with Aaron. love the changing of the the fall leaves and the colors. And sometimes I walk out and I got smells like almost fall or winter. I love it. 
So I know everybody's like, okay, let's get to it. What's what's the big um, subject? Well, you look around, you talk about retirement, you talk about all these things, but I think before people really get to talking about retirement, people are overall what we call financial wellness. But what in the world do you mean by financial wellness? If you if you went out on the street and said, what's financial wellness? I think people would be like, well, I'm not really sure, but I just said, I'm, I'm going to Google financial wellness. And the definition that handy dandy Google gives is actually, I think, from Forbes, but financial wellness is a relative measure of how well a person manages their financial life. Improving financial wellness is about practicing better money habits, setting goals, and taking steps to achieve them. And I like this last little piece, all with the aim of improving your overall quality of life. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I I think that really does speak to where you want to get. And what does that look like? Obviously, for a 20 year old, 25, you know, 30 year old, and me as a 50-year-old. I like to talk about me being 50 and catch up contributions on here. So just y'all get prepared. So, <laughs> so Jim, we really want to open up and say, you know, I obviously gave this little snippet of what does it mean by financial wellness, but I really want you to really dig in from your certified financial planning perspective and what what does that mean when you're talking to a plan sponsor or, or, or other other clients? Absolutely. And I think that you hit the nail on the head or Google did as well with, you know, it's really about improving the overall quality of life because there's a lot of studies out there, um, especially throughout the pandemic. And, you know, with the way the economy has been going of, you know, the stress of money has put on is more than just a financial stress or burden, you know, they found it with people's mental health and physical health. So, you know, as we dive into financial wellness and from, you know, financial planning aspect, it, you know, really goes as far as, you know, debt and budgeting analysis to, you know, building up, making sure that individuals have emergency savings, um, are planning for any of those um, emergencies, um, as well as security and protection is, you know, a lot of, plans and retirement um, 401ks just focus on the savings and the investing, which obviously is a huge part. Um, But sometimes without going, the financial wellness really dives into the individual level of, you know, it's if it's a young kid who's just out of college, it may be debt management and working on paying off student loans as they enter the workforce versus you know, they know they need to save, but retirement is so far away that it's not top of mind. And they're just focused on what they can be doing now to get out of student loan debt. And so when I think we talk about financial wellness, it's different for every aspect of the people's career and age, Um, you know, can transition from, you know, as I mentioned, a person right out of college who's saving for retirement, but their main focus might be paying off debt versus someone who is in their late 50s, early 60s looking to retire. You know, maybe then it's really about switching the mindset of, all right, I'm, I'm almost done the accumulation phase, which is saving money for retirement. 
Now I need to, how do I handle the distribution phase, um, which can be just as challenging, if not more so, and just everything in between. So I think there's a lot, you know, financial wellness is a blanket statement overall of, you know, what can be offered to individual 401k participants or individuals overall. And, you know, there's no one answer for all of that. It's just, it encompasses a lot from, you know, student loans, the debts to saving for retirement and, you know, different things in between. Oh, I agree. And I I really like um, some of the notes and things that we discussed previously. One of the things that you were talking about is achieving financial wellness is an ongoing process that may require education, planning, and commitment. Um, and you're right. It, it's, what does that look like at 20? What does that look like at 30? You know, what does that look like at 40? It, it's just so different and it's all over the board. Um, Are there um, certain financial wellness programs that companies and plan sponsors can offer to their employees? Definitely. And there's different ones you know, depending on the record keeper or the advisor that a company has, a lot of the the national record keepers have programs that you can go online and, you know, just click on the link and follow, whether it be online courses um, and some offer individual, more personalized services for their clients. So, you know, there's a well range of services that are available in wellness. You know, some of the basic resources that can be provided by the record keeping platform or the advisor, as I mentioned, is, you know, some sort of education services. Is the company offering, whether it be an advisor or a representative from the record keeper, to either come in and do a lunch and learn, depending on the size of the company, or to do something on Zoom just to make sure they educate the employees of the services that are being offered. You know, I think one of the foundations of, you know, even before we step into financial wellness is is education for the participants. Do the participants understand what the 401k is? Do they understand if there's being a match? You know, how do they maximize the match? So from that, you know, the, the foundation of, you know, making sure that the participants really understand the benefit that is being provided. And then from there, it can grow to financial assessments. These the advisor, the record keeping platform can help individuals assess where they are, you know, from, as Beth mentioned, if it's a 20 year old, where's, where are they with their debt? You know, do they have any from college? How do they pay that off as efficiently and effectively as possible? Or if it's somebody in their forties or fifties, you know, either looking to buy a house or looking to get closer to retirement, you know, where do they stand on their current journey? And that includes whether it be budgeting resources, you know, debt analysis and management support. And as they grow into a family, um, you know, life insurance, do they have enough protection if the worst case scenario happens um, from there? And just making sure that they're tracking it along the way as as it does look different for every phase of life and every phase of your career. Well, okay, so let's let's back up um, and and clarify. So so if if Plan sponsor A wanted to offer something. What what would you say from your perspective would be, here's the basic. You need to have this from a basic perspective that for you to retain and get your talent in the door, this is the, I would say, the lowest trim on a car you can get. And then let's go on up to this is top of the line. 
I think basic, they need to have a 401k in place. You know, we, we've run across companies that either have, you know, simples or do it yourself options where I think really the basic for employees today, especially for kids coming out of college and how, and even not, but people further down their career of how competitive the life, um, you know, the workforce is today is, you know, at least offering the benefit of if you work here, you'll, you have access to a 401k or an IRA platform in general. And what are some of the, the more uh, Cadillac style wellness programs that you've seen or would recommend to a plan sponsor? Absolutely. And some of the more Cadillac from a plan sponsor and a benefit perspective is if they match the participants' contributions, you know, if they safe harbor match or just any match in general, because that's another way, that's another benefit for the client where they're essentially getting free money from their employer. So that's a step up. And then either having a financial advisor on the plan that, you know, is willing to do education meetings. A lot of, you know, I've seen clients who want it annually, semi-annually, especially with the COVID era, some people are more comfortable doing it via Zoom. But really just having somebody that their participants can reach out to and feel taken care of that, you know, they can bounce any idea off of the the advisor that the company has vetted and hired. Um, and that can be full financial planning for individuals if no matter what stage of life, but especially as they get closer to retirement, is they might have saved a lot. But as I mentioned, the distribution phase can be even more complicated because you want to make sure you don't run out of money. So how does one track that? Um, to make sure that they have enough money to support their lifestyle and their goals, as well as not run out of money in the long term. And then, you know, as well as depending on where they are, is the state planning, making sure everything's set up. So those are really some of the more upper echelon services, I would say, getting to, you know, full financial planning and one-on-one coaching and um, financial advisor services. Do you see, and I'm obviously putting you on the spot, what what percentage of companies do you you know interact with that you feel like have basic versus hey we got Cadillac or you might just say hey we're middle of the road? Yes, I think I would say it more on the Cadillac services. You know, when we're working with clients, we always offer. You know, I, everybody has my personal contact information, access to a certified financial planner. So, you know, I would say even if the Cadillac option is offered, it's really about the education to the employees of, you know, here's what is offered, what time, or like, do they take advantage of, you know, if they have the Cadillac offering, do they only take advantage of the basics? I would say, you know, a lot of our clients, say 80, 90% of them have the ability for the Cadillac offering. Um, but, you know, I you get on some of these education meetings and whether it's because people are too busy or they're not fully taking advantage of the services that are provided. You know, that's really on a one-off case-by-case basis. Um, So it really depends on the client in general and their population of whether they take advantage of the services that are offered as well. Well, another question before we close it out. So how can plan sponsors say whatever, you know, financial wellness program they have? How can they promote these programs? That's a great question. And I think some of the the best ways for companies to promote these programs 
to their employees is is communication. You know, it sounds simple, but it really is the most important um, piece of the process because if the employees don't know what is offered to them, then they don't know what they don't know. And so continuous communication, maybe a monthly newsletter uh, to let them remind the employees that they do have an advisor in place in these services, make it as easy to access as possible. You know, in the monthly newsletter, maybe send the links like here are your resources. Um, Some of the different plans that I've seen offer incentives. So they say, if you take this budgeting analysis, you are in the running for a gift card. And so it's, you know, offering incentives like that and making it fun. Um, It's like if you almost gamify it, say, hey, if you go through this program and um, this simulation, you are entered for this. And then really, from what we've seen, it's really top down. A lot of organizations that their CEOs, their C-level suite executives get involved and say, hey, this is what we offered. We do this because we want to benefit you and take care of you. You know, you are our family, you're our company, you're the lifeblood. Um, I think that goes a long way more than anything is getting the top level tiers of the company to help communicate the services available. Jim, I'm with you 100 percent. Um, I've not been in public accounting my whole career, and I worked at a financial institution, and we had to, and this, I mean, obviously, this is people that work in financial industry 24-7 and talk about money all the time with customers, et cetera, and we were required to annually go and listen to the financial advisor representative and we're talking about bank presidents so there wasn't any that that was definitely a top down hey you got to go you need to look at this you need to concentrate on this um even if it's for an hour uh, because it it people want to stick their head in the sand and say oh retirement is a long time away but it gets here quicker than you think it does Sure, I agree 100%. And where you don't want to, especially as people are, are going through their career, you know, don't want to put your, their head in the sand. And, you know, really, if they can take advantage of what's in front of them and, and saving as much as they can and preparing for the future, it really is just going to benefit them um, exponentially down the, down the path and down their path towards retirement. I, definitely. So, Jim, thank you so much. For coming on today. We really appreciate um, your insight into this area. And um, as everybody uh, well knows, we love talking about everything dealing with ERISA plan sponsors, and they have to wear so many different hats in their world. And so we cover all kinds of topics, HR and plan related. That's great. Now, thank you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. And I always enjoy talking about everything related to this subject as well. So I appreciate the time and you having me on. Thank you for listening to BDO Talks Arissa. Past episodes and information about how to join us for our next live recordings are available at bdo.com slash BDO Talks Arissa. Or you can go to iTunes or Spotify to rate, review, and subscribe. The views expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect the views of BDO. For more information on BDO's ERISA Center of Excellence and the services we provide, visit bdo.com slash ERISA.